Welcome to a much more upbeat episode of the pot. Well, maybe not on both ends. Um, we can't all win them all. Um, I am on a winning streak. You could say that you are on a winning streak. You could, yes. JT, how many games have you lost in a row? I believe the official record is two straight losses. Well, don't feel bad. Bit of a streak uh, myself. Yeah, well... A different kind of streak. So here's the deal. A pretty crazy parody in this league. Uh, the standings are wild. Three 3-0 and teams. We don't even have to mention their names. Nope. And then everyone else is 1-2. and two. No else. teams are 2-1. and one. And, of course, we have the Lone Ranger in last place, the Freedom Fighter, the Concern Level 21, the Farmer, the Flower Power, the Nicki Minaj, the... Uh, the Jeep driver, the uh, whatever, it, he has a million names. Uh, unemployed. Unemployed. Um, what are some of the other ones? Uh, boy, he has... Kind of like Game of Thrones. So many. He's got a bunch of titles. <laughs> Breaker you know, of Chains. Breaker of Chains. Uh, he is Denier 0 3 0 and 3 Denier of facts. <laughs> the denial is so strong. I honestly... Man, I'll tell you... I have a win, and obviously I'm concerned still about my team. I got, you know, I, hey, there's a good amount of luck involved in this. I think I got pretty lucky last week. I mean, what did I say last week, right? And my loss to Troy, I said any given Sunday. And I think you proved that perfectly. You know, you hit the wire. You hit on a couple people, uh, at least one for sure. And uh, you got a couple lucky touchdowns out of people you probably didn't expect to get. That's fantasy. Yeah, uh, I mean, I you know we'll get to the recap here, but yeah, I basically, I surely did not uh, plan to win. I picked myself to lose. I I did say that I thought that I felt a little you know if 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 I did have a chance so far this season, I thought last week was it, and that did happen. Uh, you sounded pretty low on that Sunday cast, though. Well, I, I you know. You start 0-2, and, and then going into the line, I was still, like I said, I picked Razzie to win. I honestly thought Razzie would win. I just thought I do have a glimmer of hope this week. And, it, you know, it, that being said, it, it turned out I, uh, gosh, it, if it, nothing else, it bought me a week of not being down in the very bottom. Um, even then, I have several more points scored than uh, last place Neebs. So even if Neebs did somehow squeak out a win this week, I, I still – uh, should be in front of him. Uh, that being said, like I said, so basically the standings, you got the three top three teams that are three and oh, right. You've got what six teams at one and two, right? So they're technically on record alone tied for second place, correct? And then Neebs, who's oh and three, has sole possession yep. of technically third place. He so, has a full two hand grasp on that last place, uh, yeah. That is completely his. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, honestly, and you know, I, I 
I like making fun of Ian just as much as the next guy, and I want him to think the sky's falling, which you're 0-3, and you're, you're probably, you know, most of the time playoff chances are pretty slim. Uh, he's going to have to rattle off three wins in a row just to get the 500, and, I, you know, that's that's not looking likely. Uh, but I just, you know, he's only technically a game back from second place. Which, yeah, I mean – I'm not trying to give the guy uh, light at the end of a tunnel, but, I mean, when we realistically put the league in perspective, it's pretty crazy to think about how many people we have at 1-2. and two, And then, I mean, we have a couple people at 3-0, and oh, you know, and any given Sunday. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty crazy most of our league, which I think just goes to the competitive nature of our league. Um, you know, here we are week three, and there's real no, no huge – Huge difference, I guess. No, not really. I mean, we might get a, a little bit into like the you know the scoring and you know as far as standings go, like who's the number one scoring team? Is it is it uh, is it Babs? I hate to even guess that it's Babs. That really sucks to have to do. But the uh, I guess the number one scoring team here, <coughs> pardon me, is uh, Zoner. And let's see. Here we go. Zoner, yeah, he's technically in first off of the points for – oh, he has one more point than Gerke. Oh, wow. Look at that. 446 to 447. Bab's not far behind, 432. All those teams in first are ne- so neck and neck. Um, and then here, here's the the kicker. The difference in points for um, from fourth place, which is Sam Hine, is 419. And then all the way down to Troy – at eighth place is 362. So 50-something points difference. That's all that separates fourth and eighth place. That is pretty wild. 50 points. One, you know, two players can get that. Yeah. You can combine in a week. That, Easily. That's pretty crazy to me. Uh, <coughs> um, let's see here. Most moves. I'm honestly surprised that I have the most moves. Do you have the most? I didn't feel Ooh, like I was doing that much by three. I mean, that's pretty Most people sizable. I mean, I'm probably not. I don't have a whole lot of moves. I don't think I'm at six. Look at this. Troy has one move. Troy has one move. That's uh, it. That's all he's done. Um, Picked up Elijah on waivers. He's traded though. Who did he get Tyson from? Well, that, he's traded. He's made trades. Oh, he traded for Tyson. Yeah, he just picked up Elijah. So I don't know what this. I don't know what these moves. This moves obviously isn't trades and. Waiver picks because Troy's definitely done more than one. I don't know. At any rate, uh, still wide open. Zero uh, and three. Very, 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 very tough to come back from. Very unlikely, especially with the squad that he's put together. Not only is he zero and three, he has the least amount of points scored. It's not like he's had nothing but bad matchups. He is thirty points behind the next highest. Guy, I mean, you know, that's uh, an average of 10 points a week less that his team is scoring than anyone else. Not good. Uh, and look, I'm not sitting here from my high horse or anything. I just spilled my beer all over the table. Uh, <laughs> but I, you know, like I said, I'm not sitting on my high horse by any means. But I will say that uh, there, there, I'm sorry, guys. The uh, the mess is, is everywhere here. I've got beer on my computer. But we're going to do it live, so we're going to continue here. We're clean what up. I'm trying to say is I know my team's not perfect, but I, at least I uh, feel a little bit better after having a, a, a singular win. 
Meanwhile, Neebs has uh, some stuff to figure out. And, and look, part of it is I admit to myself and to everyone else <laughs> when I have issues, when I have a bad team, when I have stuff that I need to fix, when I have stuff I need to work out. I'll make trades. I'll hit the waiver wire. Neebs doesn't do a damn thing. He just, till he's blue in the face, just stares at reality and says, not today, and says, you know what? My team is perfect how it is. Even though I have no wins, I've scored the least amount of points. He won't look seriously at trades. He overvalues everybody he has. Uh, he hits no waivers, and when he does, they're completely irrelevant. I honestly don't know what he's doing. And then, come to top it off, JT, I, I hear that he is in dead last in the <laughs> league with uh, Saul's oh. in And isn't he like second to last in your guys' best ball league as well? Uh, let me do a quick check here on the best ball league while you grab some towels to clean up the residual beer that was just spilt. Um, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. We got the league and we got the standings. He is in ninth out of 12th place. Uh, at one and two, it's a tied for last place. So you're telling me that combined. So he's dead last in our league. He's dead last in the uh, Lee Summit Guy League. And nine out of 12 in the best ball league. Uh, I, I, he's got a baby that's about to be born. Maybe that is a big enough distraction that he is paying absolutely no attention. But he's active in the group chat. Um I know he's there. I know that uh, I know he is paying some attention. So honestly, I think he's just doing more of the same stuff he always does. Look, Neves for years and years in our league, even when he drafts a solid team, makes the playoffs, he never makes pickups. He never makes trades and he never goes far in the playoffs. I, I think that once he gets into the playoffs, if he does, which is rare anymore, he is still banking on the fact that the guys that he drafted are good enough to carry him when he isn't looking at the trends right. of the season and saying, you know what, fuck this guy, I need to go. Even if he's off waivers and his name isn't as big as Calvin Ridley or something, I've got to play fucking Tim Patrick. He was going to average 10, you know what I mean? Like, yes. it's Not even Tim Patrick, but Emmanuel, someone like that. that right. Even though his name's not as big, the pattern is that he's scoring more points for fantasy and I have to make a move here. I have to get with the times. Neebs will not get with the times. He no. refuses to change. He is a bad fantasy football player. <laughs> He's never been in the finals. I'm just trying to think back to when the last time he has traded. And the last time I remember him trading was... It was the Cobb. It was the Cobb trade. No, 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 no. He did make a trade when we all went out to his farm. Um... Two years ago, two seasons ago, we all went out to his farm. It was a it was a blistery like it was November. your first year. It was my. It had to be two years ago. Was your first year? Yes, it was my very first year. We went out there. It was uh, like November, I want to say. There was definitely frost on the ground. The trucks were frosted over when we left. We had a humongous campfire. It was a really cool trip, by the way. Hope we can get another farm trip soon, Neve. Probably never. Probably never. But if you can find it within your heart to invite some people out to your farm. We'd love to come at any rate. Uh, he said, I have to make some moves. And on our way back from that trip, he traded like Alvin Kamara, Austin Hooper and something, whatever to Troy at that time. Uh, imagine that it's Troy. that gets. The yeah. Trade. Imagine that. I do remember that vividly because that was the last trade that I think he's ever made. So yeah, you're right. He doesn't make trades. He makes, Minimal move. I mean, I don't know how many moves he has currently, but look, minimal. 
he has probably no leagues. I mean, no moves at all. I don't. And again, I don't know what this thing is quantifying as a move because it has Troy making one move. We know he's made more trades and pickups than that. It says Neves has made eleven moves. Uh, again, I don't know what is qualifying as a move on this. Um, but look, I, we give Bab shit for being delusional. We give JT, my co-host, shit for being <laughs> delusional about his team. But the truth of the matter is, Babs and Babs and JT make quite a few moves, and they make trades, and yep. they're active on the waiver wire. Uh, Babs last year, bless his heart, had absolutely nothing to work with, but the guy was – he was doing everything he could. He was moving his uh, players around. He was trying to trade. He didn't have any power to trade. Nobody wanted anything he had, but he was picking up guy, guys off the waivers playing. For God's sake, he picked up Duke Johnson and threw him in there at one point. You know, he was doing anything he can to try and change right. up. And Neebs just won't do that. I, I, I don't think Neebs is fit for fantasy football. I don't think he is talented enough. And I, dare I say, I don't want to question his intelligence, but I don't think he's dedicated and talented enough to play in this league. I just don't. I mean, there there's plenty of evidence to – I mean, do I love the engagement on the group chat? Yes. Do I think he is – do I think on that level does is he an awesome, uh, like is he someone great to have in the league? Yes, but if you're going to be in this league, you know you think you'd want to be competitive as a as a uh, as a manager. So it's like we we absolutely he is. I mean, he talks all the time. He jokes about being like important for the league, whatever. He's awesome to have in the league. But yeah, some of his uh, his moves and lack of moves really makes you question. You know, to quote Donnie Darko, uh, I I question his commitment to Sparkle Motion, and AKA I question his commitment to his team. I guess, and I know. Listen, I mean, we all have huffed our own supply. We all believe that our team is like the team to have, and you know, you talked about me a minute ago, like being confident in my team. And there are times where I'm confident in my team, even though everyone else wants to tell me the sky is falling. And you know, I mean. It's just nothing happens. You know, I don't know how many more weeks it's going to happen, right? It, we wouldn't be talking about this if we didn't have an entire year behind us where he just wasn't making moves, you know, so. Well, I, and to your – I mean, I completely agree with you. I, I honestly – I don't know. He, You know what? And here's the thing with Neeps. He'll hear this, and he'll go harder the other direction. He'll be like, you know what? Those guys are so fucking wrong. I'm going to keep doing what I've been doing, and it's not going to be negatively impact me. It is going to negatively impact him. Um, and I know we've been ranting about Neebs for a while, but look, I just I, I can't help but think that uh, that he's not going to change. And, and, and so what? Stick to it at this point. Oh, nice. Uh, I, uh, I I can't wait to see the outcome. Uh, and that, again, not coming from a high horse where I think my team is great, but I think that if Neves just doesn't do anything and keeps uh, pretending like everything's fine, it's not going to matter how bad my team is. There's no way that I'm going to lose to a guy that is refusing to accept reality. Uh, so that's our Neves rant, I guess. Um, we'll move on now uh, to a quick little recap. Again, I don't want to spend too much time on the recap because I want to focus more on uh, the projections for next week. And I want to focus more on – we have uh, quite a few uh, voice messages into the hotline this week that we need to get to. I haven't really listened to them, but I think there's five or six this week, actually. So that baby got some use. Um, so we'll go ahead and go back here. We're going to look at 
the uh, this week's recap. Uh, obviously, a uh, big week for me. I really lucked out with the Emmanuel Sanders play. He went off. Uh, Tim Patrick still remains uh, very solid. Uh, for a waiver wire pickup guy, Robbie Anderson can suck my nut, and he's probably <laughs> going to get dropped to waivers. But, dude, it was crazy. It was like one of finally one of those Sundays where all your guys, it seems like, are – Every highlight is like one of your guys scoring a touchdown, dude. Like Najee absolutely destroyed. Nicole Hartman had a touchdown. Logan Thomas had a late touchdown. Tim Patrick had almost 100 yards. Emmanuel Sanders, two touchdowns, almost 100 yards. It was just, man, it was great. It honestly felt so nice to get the win. Not going to lie, I was really down in the dumps. Obviously not uh, news to anyone. Razzie's been uh, giving me a lot of shit for being negative, but, man, when you're – when you're just looking for that first win, it just sucks. And uh, Razzy just, uh, you know, again, I made, sh- I gave shit to Jalen Hurts. He ends up coming back and having a good second half. But uh, you know, just okay play from his running backs. Scary Terry, Allen Robinson, Dud, Dud, Juju, Dud, uh, George Kittle, decent. Davis Mills, I can't believe he did that shit, but he wanted to have some skin in the game. I fully expect him to. Uh, pick up a quarterback on this Thursday for whoever is playing and play them. Um, but you know the rest. I defeated Razzie. It was great. You are all welcome. I calmed him down at least for a second. Uh, then we had what turned out to be a fairly close game. I think that it was projected for Babs to win pretty big there for a while, but then uh, old Amari Cooper did Amari Cooper things and had his four-point week, which – you know, Amari Cooper. That's two down weeks in a row. He says he has a broken rib, dying on the field, decoy for life probably for the rest of the season. But we'll see. Uh, he definitely has a tendency to do this. Kind of a, a slightly more consistent Tyler Lockett, a, a boom or two, and then several busts. Uh, but yeah, he had a dud from him, dud from Debo, super dud from Tunyon. Babs still looking for that tight end spot to be filled. Uh, but he held on to win on the backs of a big game, another big game from old Kirk Cousins. Um, and, of course, he's playing a guy that had Justin Fields score three points, and I, I specifically remember Neebs, uh hyping up the uh, first start for Justin Fields, and it was, oh on every God. metric, the worst offensive performance in Bears history. It was. He was sacked for more yards than they gained. Oh, it was atrocious. Uh, I didn't realize it. I mean, I wasn't really watching the game all the way through, but when they put well, up They the, showed no highlights. No. There was not a single highlight of that game while we were watching Red Zone. It never came up once. Um, so, yeah, that was just an ass whooping. Uh, Alvin Kamara, you know, a solid day, 19 points. Uh, Damian Harris is who we thought he would be at the start of the season. Got out carried by... Uh, Fucking Brandon Bolden. Um, he had two fantasy points. Calvin Ridley, underperforming. Marquise Brown, underperforming. Darren Waller, underperforming. Uh, DK had a nice game. Madison was good for him. And Aaron Rodgers, slightly underperforming. Uh, but, again, the name of the game for Neebs' team is underperforming. He was projected 141. He scored 113. Uh, Babs barely beat him, though. Honestly, by uh, eight points, it was projected pretty big. And going into that Monday night game, Babs already had a four-point lead plus Amari Cooper. And Amari only scored four points. So it's a good thing Babs had him beat by then. Uh, and honestly, not 
looking at Neems' bench, it's not like there's a lot he could have done to change that up, to change that score. Uh, I'll tell you this. So if Neems played Sony Michelle over Damian Harris, he would have lost to Babs by one. And that means that he would have played Joe Burrow. He had played Joe Burrow instead of, oh, if he just take that first one away. He plays Joe Burrow instead of Justin Fields. If he doesn't get cute and play Justin Fields and throws Joe Burrow in there, Neebs wins. He's one and two. He's one and two. Wow. But instead, he plays Justin Fields and a 13-point difference uh, between Fields and Burrow. I don't know what he was thinking on that. Um, But, hey, maybe this will knock some sense into him. I doubt it. He thinks that his team is perfect. He thinks he's perfect. Uh, never change, Nibergi, please. Never, ever change. So, Babs wins that one. Congrats, Babs, on your 3-0 and start. JT, uh, tough matchup. You want to go through it here for us? Yeah, uh, you can't win when uh, – you don't deserve to win, I guess, when one, two, three, four, five, six of your players are in the single-digit range. You know, I, I drafted quarterbacks. They kept me in it. Um, Oof, I just realized that you lost with Josh Allen scoring 40 points. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, Matthew Stafford put up 31. So, I mean, my quarterbacks kept me in it. Uh, I just – you don't deserve to win, like I said, when six of your players are only putting up single digit. Obviously, I lost Christian McCaffrey, which sucked. I mean, Zoner, he laughed at that, which, you know, I hope karma comes for him. It probably won't, considering how the week went. I mean, I think – Zoner decided to get engaged and then use the power of engagement against <laughs> me this week. And then I think that's really what it came down to. But I mean, when we're talking about like when fantasy is like comprised of luck, obviously injuries come into it. You can't predict injuries, but also like playing a player, right? I think like a coach's like desire to play someone through an injury, right? I mean, I watched Devonte Adams die on the field, literally die oh on the God. field. I mean, his he, soul left his body. His soul left his body. He'd already put up twenty on me, which was bad enough, right? And obviously, it didn't matter. I needed at that point. The I, dude was out for one play. Yeah, you're one telling me play. they did the fucking concussion protocol on him? That is a lie. There's no fucking way. And he definitely had a concussion, dude. His eyes were rolled back in his head. I just, I, like, again, he'd already put twenty points on me. I already at that point would have needed 21 from Devontae Smith, which, yeah, again, already probably not too probable, but at least a lot better than he comes back in a play later. It's a game-winning drive. He puts up another eight points, gets over 100 yards, and I'm just like, if any of my wide receivers did that, they would have been benched immediately. They would have been concussion right, protocoled, like, Right. It just right. you're just like I'm pulling my hair out when like and I feel like that's honor every year. I know. And like And Gurky. And Gurky. Like it's just the luck and like listen, there's skill involved. We all agree that there's skill to get you to the playoffs. We all agree that there's skill to get to the playoffs. But like come on. Like I, I lose CMC in the first quarter of a game. The first quarter in a game. And Devontae Adams dies in the fourth quarter and they refuse to pull him. They refuse to pull him out, and he gets to put up another eight points, which is more than CMC scored in an entire one quarter. Uh, you know, he starts Devin Singletary. Like, what kind of a manager deserves to win starting Devin Singletary uh, over some people on his bench? I mean, he had Cole Beasley, who who's probably scored – he definitely scored more than him, and Miles Sanders Even outscored him. And IU. So, you know, 
I feel like the good guy Walt lost this week, but that's fantasy. It is what it is. Uh, it just, like I said, I can't make excuses when six of my guys underperform to the point that they're all in the single digits. Yeah, that's rough. So, right, we're on to the next one. Fucking's on. Use the power of engagement. Now I got to go find a fucking woman to engage to. to. <laughs> it's, like my, it's like the office. Uh, uh, Dwight needs a baby so he can sell more. <laughs> Ah, uh, you're not wrong. Uh, you know, I... Oh, and another thing. Derek Carr, right? I mean, he only got, like, two more points out of this, but, like, it. Uh, the Raiders had Miami on fourth in, like, 25 yards... Oh, man, that was ...to wild. prevent it from going into overtime. And the fucking Raiders shrewded it, and then the fucking Dolphins go all the way down and kick a field goal. So here comes overtime for Derek Carr to get more points. And you're just like, could this be any more stacked against me? Like you just feel that way sometimes. And it, yeah, I know that's fantasy. It's how it goes. Everyone has their stories, but man, those were obviously I'm a host. So I get to, I get to vent those for you guys to hear, but it just, sometimes you're like, come on fourth and 25. And you let them kick the field goal to go into overtime and get more Derek Carr points. Like Jesus. Yeah. That one was tough. Uh, tough loss. You kept it close with your quarterbacks. Uh, is on or off ultimately uh, that boring team, man. It just still just keeps on chugging along, man. He's averaging like 150 points a week. Good for you, Zon. I hate your team so much. I hate your team name so much. I hate every single thing about your fantasy performances and your, your fantasy choices. I absolutely despise it, but hey, it, uh, it works for you. So who am I to judge? Next, we have another three and O squad, Kyle Gerke defeating Sam Hine. I picked this one wrong. I thought Sam had a good shot here. Uh, Sam, kind of like Gerke, Sam had one, two, three, four, five guys in single digits. Uh, even when DeAndre Hopkins and Tyler Lockett combined for eight points, you know you were going to lose your week. Uh, bad week from Chubb, bad week from Monty. Uh, only bright spots are Claypool and Jamar Chase. And, of course, Herbo going off against the Chiefs, which I don't even want to fucking talk about. It is what it is. Um and that wasn't enough, obviously. Gerke with 33 from Brady, uh, 22 from James Robinson, James Robinson, 25 from Justin Jefferson, 17 from Mike Evans. Who's no uh, longer on his team. God, and then another 20 from Dak. I mean, Gerke's got, a, you know, a, a Gerke squad. I mean, what, what can I say? Gerke, listen to me. Gerke started Mike Davis and James Robinson as his running backs and won. He won with Mike Davis <laughs> and James Robinson. I would never, I could never. If I started those two together, they would combine for five points. I cannot, he had 30 something points from those guys. I am shocked. I, it is just such a gurky move to put guys like that in there that have bad teams, bad opportunities, and they combine for a decent win. And look who he played. Nick Chubb puts up eight points. David Montgomery puts up six points. If you would have asked me before the week, Mike Davis and James Robinson versus Nick Chubb and David Montgomery, there's no way in hell. But yet again, Gerke gets these guys. He does it every year. Marvin Jones every single week is scoring 10 points a week as a fucking Jacksonville receiver. How does he do it? I just I don't understand it, man. These guys that I completely write off as like, man, these guys are fucking toast. They're not. These are not guys I would want. Gerke actively throws them in his lineup and they go off for him. I just don't understand it. I do not get it. I'm jealous. I do, I just say what you will. God damn, it's like Gerke has the best. Again, I call it luck, but man, he maybe it's intuition. Maybe he has something I don't, where he knows these guys are going to do what they do. 
Uh, at any rate, Gurky has a good week. Sam has a bad week. Gurky also wins the weekly challenge with this by beating Sam by the most points. Whoa. He beats him by 38 points. He's the brakes uh, off. 35 bucks for Gurk. Uh, final matchup here. We got like a minute and a half. It and was a close This one, one was the best one. Uh, I, honestly, when it came down to the Sunday night game and Troy only had Sermon left and the Sermon scored the touchdown, I thought Chris was I thought Chris's goose was cooked. Even yeah. Chris said he was sweating. Uh, but man, he held on to win it. Sermon didn't even touch the ball after that. Uh, God, slick, you lucky dog. I'm glad you uh, are in the win column too, if nothing else, uh, f- except for the reason that we now get to make fun of Neems as the only <laughs> 0-3 team. Uh, and Troy, Troy was talking some pretty heavy shit going yeah. in that I think we have a yeah. little uh, recording today that I, you guys will like that might. he left. Uh, I mean, if it, if last week was any indication, um, uh, I mean, Troy rolled out. I mean, what's we'll get into it. I'm sure later, but man, I mean, he traded away his wide receiver one. Mike Williams Mike scored Williams 33 points, doubled, over doubled Keenan Allen's points. Scored 33, and Troy. Shipped him off to Kyle Gerke. Um, Meanwhile, uh, so yeah, last week, Troy's high guy was Mike Williams. Wilson had, who went off for Chris? He kind of had Tannehill, Eckler, and DeAndre Swift all score 20. Uh, Sam Darnold scored 28 on Thursday night. That's huge. Chris gets the win, barely squeaked it out. Toughest matchup, uh, closest matchup of the year so far. Um, And Chris with the dub, and we will wrap the recap on that and take a break and we will be right back with you. Up in Pocahontas in the cranberry glades Ain't got bars nor the charge to call her anyways My mind's a mile a minute and my thoughts to bark like hounds I focus on my breathing and universal sound I think about my darling girl sleeping all alone. I pray the stars will shoot her all the wishes she can hold. On the day that I return, I aim to lay her down. Right now I'm focused on the universal sound. And we're back. Uh, just finished up the recap there. Uh, JT, you a Tyler Childers fan at all? You know, I don't think I know many Tyler Childers songs, but I know I've heard that song. You probably played it once or twice. Or uh, a million times. Is that an older song? Uh, a couple years ago. It, uh, you know I what? thought it was new. No, you know, this album uh, that he did, this one's from, again, a few years ago. It was one of his first. And uh, it was actually produced... And the guitar was played on it by Sturgill Simpson. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. Then then yeah, I'm a fan of Childress. Yeah. Big cause... big uh, big 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 Sturgill guy too. Um, but you yeah. hear about that story about that guy breaking in his house and him having to fight him? Sturgill? Yeah. Boy, that's about the last guy you want to break in their house. Have you not heard about that? No, I guess I haven't. I think he talked about it on Joe Rogan or one of those podcasts. Yeah, he was in his house one like middle of the day, and this guy. High on drugs, like broke into his house and really, uh, yeah. And he he said he like went into a fight or flight mode and just like he beat the guy, like he beat him bad. Oh yeah, I, I would imagine he, he said, would because uh, he's like a mil- he's like an ex military oh, guy. Dude, have you heard? Have you not heard? Um, 
Wheeler Walker on uh, when Wheeler Walker goes on Joe Rogan, he swears up and down. So the first time Wheeler Walker goes on Joe Rogan, he swears up and down that Sturgill is a CIA agent because he's like ex-military and now he does music. He like travels all over the place. And Wheeler Walker's like kind of joking. He's like, can you imagine? He's like, it's the perfect cover. He's like, he's so secretive. He's like military. He gets to travel. He has a reason to travel. Nobody suspect him. The next time he comes on to Joe Rogan, Wheeler Walker, that is, Joe's like, so you still think Sturgill is a CIA agent? And Wheeler Walker, who is like the least serious person in the world, gets like serious. He's like, man, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> he like got talked to by Sturgill or something. So it's pretty funny. Uh, if you're if you're a conspiracy theorist, if you're Brandon Bame, there is traction there on, is. on that front that Sturgill Simpson is not just a country music singer, not just a vet. He is a, C, uh, uh, a, CIA a current performing a CIA operative who is uh, hitting up small town America to really uncover the real secrets that are facing and uh, tragedies that are facing America. Yeah, I think that's a well-known fact at this point. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, highly recommend Childers. Uh, but anyways, back to football real quick. Sorry for the, the uh, little uh, detour. Um, so we did the recap. Uh, I want to get into uh, next week's um, uh, matchups, obviously. But first, real quick, uh, we know Zoner just won. Or I'm sorry, Gerke just won the weekly challenge of the David and Goliath win by the most. Beating the brakes off, Sam. Yes. Uh, sorry, Sammy. I picked you to win. Just just if that makes you feel any better. Uh, it shouldn't. But now, this week, the challenge is the highest scoring player on someone's bench. Oh. Well, I don't love it. What are your thoughts? Well, it's probably going to be a quarterback. Yeah, that was where I was going to go immediately. I was like, it's probably going to be someone's quarterback. Yeah, it's going to be somebody's quarterback, so probably Jameis. Oh, you're not going to start him. No, I'm starting Jameis against the Giants this week. Um yeah, I don't know. My guess is it'll be a quarterback or uh, somebody on Gerke's bench who is completely irrelevant except for when they play for Gerke. Uh, yeah, that would be fun, though. Nice little change up. Give some of the losers a guy that uh, makes a, uh, a bad um, manager choice. Uh, you know, maybe give him a little consolation prize. Uh, I'm still looking for my first uh, weekly challenge win. Yep, um, I think I was close to one. I, I was. I was close to the. I was. I was point one oh, point, point one. from the lowest. I mean, of course, the Ofer had to take that one from me. I mean, he got his first victory. I guess uh, he got his thirty-five bucks. So, hope he spent that on something good. A couple flower seeds. Uh, hopefully, he put it to his unemployment. A rattler. Yeah, he put it into his unemployment. He's gonna buy Gerky's four hundred one k. Um. Gently used. <laughs> At any rate. That fucking picture he uses for oh Gerke God, is so one funny. of the funniest so pictures funny, I have ever seen. It reminds me of Beavis and Butthead. His little, like, smirk he's got going on with the fucking, like, sunglasses. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. The way he photoshops it into, like, a fucking smoker on fire. It's just, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so good, oh, man. That's hard I, to beat. It never ceases to make me just die laughing. Yeah, it's hard to beat. Um, so good luck on next week's weekly challenge. Um, I want to get to the uh, look ahead to next week. We will do our picks here. And uh, I'm not picking myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm 0 for 2 on that. I would recommend not. Um, 
so we'll get to it here real quick. Uh, and the first matchup for next week we will talk about is going to be uh, – you know what? We'll talk about your matchup first, JT. You versus the Ofer. loser, the Ofer, the uh, uh, the Mr. Denial himself, Brian Niebergy. Uh Let's see here. So – we're already in week four. It's going quick. It always goes quick. Once it, it takes forever to get started, and then once it does, it goes so fast. Um, oh, what the fuck is this? I gotta watch an ad to look at our lineups. Yeah, it's weird. Anytime you're looking at the scoreboard or anything, ESPN's got to get their ad bucks. You want to hit the volume? Yeah, fuck this shit. Yeah, I'm having to watch a Coke ad to <laughs> yeah. look at our lineups. Yeah, it's weird. Um, oh, Fantasy Gas is brought to you ad free today. After a word from our sponsor. So ad free after we give you an ad. We haven't, had a, shit. we haven't had a sponsor in a while. No, we haven't. I think these guys realize we'll do it for free. Eh, maybe. I'm not going to promote anyone's business or anything. I mean, I'm not going to promote anyone's anything until they pony up. Probably haven't seen any returns. Yeah, I, mean, I can't once, imagine that they would. Once our, listen to it besides us. Once our Spotify, once our Spotify uh, presence really kicks up, and yeah. you know we got people from India following our league. You know, maybe we'll see some ad rev come through. We'll see. I don't even think. I mean, has Neves is all about farmers markets? Are they even going to farmers markets anymore? Who the Chinaman? No, uh, Neves. Oh, he went to the one. I don't think they they sold out all their flowers for the year. I guess in one go, he grew a dozen for the year, and uh, they sold that dozen. Yep, and now they're already sowing the seeds for next yep, year's dozen. Took that took that money and planted two dozen. See you next year for two dozen. All right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how his business is working, uh, but he's going to have to really uh, jump into it now okay. with the, uh, the unemployment. If this is weird. Is indeed uh, telling the truth. This is weird. We're not even getting projections. Well, and I'll tell you why. It's because you I did the fantasy the box score or whatever. Yeah. You need a scoreboard. Here we go. Um, I think the scoreboard even hits you with that, but let's see. No, scoreboard you can do. At any rate, okay, so we're yeah, on the JT versus uh, JT versus Neebs here for next week. And if you'll if you'll look, Neebs has already thrown uh, old uh, Joey B, Joe Burrows in there. Uh, he's going to have no more of that Justin Fields nonsense. You know what? I think – I think personally that he only put Joe Burrow in so that he has something to watch this Thursday night. Are they the Thursday game? They are the Thursday oh, game God. against the Jaguars and fucking the Bengals. Good lord, the Thursday night games are back to just ass. I did they honestly though they did start off pretty good. I mean, you had the Cowboys and the Buccaneers, and then you had uh, what was the next good one? I don't even fucking know. But the t- first two were good. And then it, yeah. it really did just kind of trail off. I mean, God damn it. It's still football, I guess. But at any rate, we're going to look at their matchup. Uh, ESPN thinks JT will win this by four points. Uh, JT is probably going to win this. Uh, Josh Allen against Houston. Oh, my goodness, JT. Uh, congrats on another 40-point game from Josh Allen. Chubba Hubba against Dallas. Don't love it. He's projected 13. I think he'll That's get 10. That's all I need. I think he'll get That's 10. That's all I need. I just want to get this out to the league. Um, if I can have a moment, I just want the league to know. I don't, I'm not – I'm not. Oh, yeah, please. Uh, we need to talk about your we, injury. We need to talk about that, and we need to talk about what JT expects. 
you know, I'm not hooked up to a can of hopium. I understand when I've lost an asset. And yeah, I've lost CMC. I've lost a guaranteed 15 to 20 points. Uh, I've lost, I mean, honestly, probably a guaranteed 20 points each week. And I completely get that. All I'm hoping for with someone like Chuba is 10 to 13, 10 to 15 points. If I can get 10 to 15 points, I'm a okay. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not freaking out. So yeah, I don't think he's just so the league knows I'm not putting him in thinking I'm going to get CMC numbers. I get that it comes across that way, I guess, but no, I don't think I am, but I mean, I just want that. And, uh, that's really it. I mean, CMC, I guess the news came out today. Uh, it's all looking pretty positive. Again, I'm not getting ahead of my, I'm not a person to get ahead of myself. I'm definitely a person who uh, expects to be without versus with. So I'm always, I'm game planning to not have CMC longer than I probably uh, won't have him. So uh, it sucks. It sucks a lot. Yeah. I mean, everyone's right. I lost the best player in fantasy football. It, when he comes back, is he potentially going to be have a lingering issue? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I have no doubt. It seems like the I think in the first two games he was in the blue tent every single time. So uh, injury prone McCaffrey. I, he he probably carries that label now. And but I wasn't not going to take him in my first. I got two great weeks out of him, uh, and hopefully they'll bring him back when the time is right. But yeah, it sucks. It, it really does suck. And. Uh, Hopefully Zahn can catch some of that bad juju. Well, you're lucky you get the worst team in the league this week. Um, hopefully that makes up for it a little bit for you. So you got uh, Chubba Hub against Dallas, Joe Mixon against Jacksonville. That's a great matchup. Brandon Cooks against Buffalo. Rough. Tyreek against Philly. Decent. He's going to have a comeback game. It is. He's had two shutdown, and it is time. I mean, Tyreek's Tyreek. I think Tyreek's going to have so many bust games in a row that I think you're going to be fine. Uh, especially Josh Gordon will mention it right now. It's a nothing signing. It's nothing. The guy is not going to do a damn thing, thing except maybe take a little bit of heat off of Tyreek. That's it. Field. That's it. That's it. That's and, it. Uh, I'm excited as a Tyreek owner because I think he, he can do that. I think, well, I don't think he can. I'm hoping he can. I think it only bodes well. I think the Josh Gordon is, uh, I don't think that the Chiefs signed Josh Gordon to have Josh Gordon do good. The Chiefs signed Josh Gordon to strictly be a guy that defense is going to be like, you know what? I don't think he's that great, but we can't just leave. You know what I mean? Like right. we can't leave him open. Like right. he's good enough. He has that much, at least a, a reputation enough of right. like, well, we can't just leave the guy open. They're going to have to pull some of the coverage off the top to guard Josh Gordon. That's all that you've signed him for. They didn't sign him to make catches. They did not. They signed him for the illusion that he might make catches if the defense doesn't take guys and put him on him. You know what? The Chiefs have lost two games in a row for the first time in uh, a long-ass time. Mahomes has only ever lost two games in a row once in his career. And it's partly because our running game is so non-existent that teams do the opposite of what they do against, like, Zeke, stack the box. They back everybody off. They play essentially a version of prevent, the shell defense. They play it the whole game. Right. They play it the entire game. And then guess what? You're getting double teams for Kelsey and double teams for Kyrie. Tyreek the entire time and teams are daring us to run the football we can't do it even this week when yeah uh, what's his face Clyde had 100 yards he still fumbled it still wasn't enough it's not our game teams know that even if we do run successfully on them a little bit 
it's not our game. Our game is throwing the ball. So teams are altering their defense. And I don't want to say that the other teams in the NFL have figured the Chiefs out. I don't think that. I think the no. Chiefs are going to be fine. Andy no. Reid, one of the most brilliant play designers yes. in the league. I, yes. I, I fully – if you're sitting here and telling me the Chiefs aren't going to make the playoffs, I'm calling you a liar. They're going to make the playoffs. Yes. Uh, and I still think they're going to win the AFC West. I still West. think they'll win the division as well. Uh, I, we're this, three games into the season. My point is – Tyreek Hill is going to still be a very effective fantasy yeah. wide receiver. It might He could still finish the year as the wide receiver one. He will have several 40-point games. Tyreek is an unstoppable force. Yeah, he it, you know what? He Everybody has a boom game now or then. His are rare. Look for him to bounce back in a big way this week. Uh, so that's a bright spot for you. Noah Fant against Baltimore, kind of tough, but tight end. I mean, what are you going to do? One less target in Denver. So Devonta Smith against the Chiefs, probably solid. Michael Pittman, is that who you're rolling? I don't know yet. Michael Pittman's my wild card. It honestly could be Devonte as well, but uh, for now I'm going to roll with Pittman. Uh, he's just getting targeted like crazy. That's the only thing, a reason why I'm putting him there. And then Stafford against Arizona. That's going to be a great game. I mean, that's a the divisional game. I think it's going to be a sling fest back and forth. Names, you know what, gets Joe Burrow favorable matchup. Alvin Kamara favorable matchup. Damian Harris, I probably wouldn't even play him. Calvin Ridley against a tough Ray, defense. Uh, Marquise Brown against the Denver is actually, Broncos, uh, I think they're pretty solid. Waller against the Chargers. Waller is going to Waller's going to have a big game regardless. I mean, Metcalf. He's getting Derwin James. Against the 49ers, good luck. Corey Davis, I can't believe you're starting him. Oh, wow. Uh, He's back to Corey Davis. Ah, that is absolute garbage. Aaron Rodgers against Pittsburgh, solid. Very solid. Uh, JT is going to win this game this week, and I'm saying that before. I, what I typically do is see who he's going to pick and then pick the opposite, uh, but I will call it right now. JT wins that game against Neebs. And I'm going to stick to my guns and say I will lose that game. All right. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> the way to go. Uh, after your luck this last couple weeks. Then next we have, this is a great matchup. Babs. Oh, undefeated. Against matchup undefeated. undefeated. This is big for the whole rest of the league, honestly. Wow. One person will take a step forward. After this week, the maximum undefeated teams will be two. That's the maximum. Um, so who wins this one? We've got Babs with Cousins against Cleveland. Not easy. Derrick Henry against the Jets. Good Lord. <sighs> Maybe have 75 points. Yeah. Clyde against Philly. Not great. Don't like Clyde that much. Oh, Philly have a tough run defense. And Clyde just he, I don't. I still think Clyde's okay, but nothing to write home about. Are Goblin. you upset at the first round pick for Clyde? Am I? Yeah. Not really. I mean, honestly, I I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Of course, I would have rather had somebody. I else. guess it's in hindsight. We could have had Jonathan Taylor. It's in hindsight for sure. Could have Jonathan Taylor. Would I, would I rather have Jonathan Taylor right now? Absolutely. I'll tell you what I'm upset. The thing that upsets me about the Chiefs running back situation is that we could have used that pick on a completely different position. We could still have Kareem Hunt. We did not have to. Oh. We did not have to kick Kareem Hunt off our team. Yeah. We didn't have to. Yeah. And guess what? Guess who was our fucking GM when we did that? It was fucking what's his what's his dick from uh. the fucking that went to the goddamn uh, Browns after us. And guess what he did? He signed Kareem Hunt. <laughs> he knew what he had. God damn! I just. That's still it. Still chaps my hide that we got rid of Kareem Hunt. I uh, to this day, Kareem Hunt is absolutely a better running back. He would have been. He would have been like the perfect heir to the the running back before him, as far as like a Chiefs running back. He was. He look. He wasn't even the heir. He had two years with the Chiefs. He was phenomenal. His rookie year is one of the best running backs in the league. Kareem Hunt is a fucking phenomenal. Was talent. it Charles before him? 
yeah, look, Kareem Hunt is a phenomenal running back. He is so yes, damn good. He good. would start with most teams. He just happens to be on a team where the one of the two running backs better than him in the league yeah. are the starter. Yeah. I'm telling you, if I could trade right now, <laughs> CEH. CEH for Kareem Hunt right now in a heartbeat. With a third-round pick. <laughs> mm, I wouldn't want to send that much, but look, I'm just saying – Kareem Hunt, much better running back than CEH. That's my rant. Uh, CEH is okay. He he's still young. Who knows? He can figure it out. Uh, I I just don't have that much hope for him. As you know, whatever. Uh, Babs keeping going here, and Chris Godwin against New England. That's going to be such a weird game. New England against Tom Brady. Uh, Julio, who I'm hearing his injury is actually pretty bad. They've got him questionable on here. They're saying I saw today on the uh, NFL subreddit that. There was apparently a shot of him uh, hurting his knee in that game and then immediately calling for trainers, and the camera, like, cut away real quick. So uh, I don't know what's going on with Julio. It, I mean, oh. what do you expect with Julio? And That's- your first thing is to say, like, what a boost for A.J. Brown. But A.J. Brown went out with a hamstring issue. We'll talk right. about him in a little bit, but wow. Uh, um, who's the next man up? Yeah, and then uh, Mari Cooper has Carolina. Carolina has a very solid defense this year. Debo Samuel, uh, he had a rough game last week playing um, the Seahawks at conference or a division rival. And then Lamar gets the Broncos solid D. Uh, not a ton of upside matchups for old Babsy. Derrick Henry alone might be enough to do it, but let's look over at Gurky, who will do Gurky things. Tom Brady against New England. This one's weird to me. I don't know. I still... Look, everybody's saying Tom Brady's going to score 75 points. He he lost last week. So you got pissed off Tom Brady after a loss going to play at New England. This game is going to be very fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I think – what do you think? Who do you think wins? Yeah, oh, the Buccaneers are a better team. Beat the brakes off. I, I, think they'll, I think they'll handle them pretty easily. Um, but, but it's going to be interesting. Weird, I think weird vibes will be in the air. <laughs> uh, and I think it's very – New England's not going to win this game. What time is that game? Is that a, is that a it's Sunday? It's a Sunday night game. It's the sun- what a great way to cap a I weekend. Uh, I will say I think that New England is going to make this game closer than it is projected. If you were in a pick'em league, who you're picking the Bucks to win this? Bucks will win this game. Okay. Yeah, Bucks will win Fair this enough. game. It'll be closer than Vegas will have it projected, but Bucks will win this game. Uh, so you would take New England on the spread? I certainly would. Okay. I don't know what the spread's going to be. I imagine like seven and a half, and sure. I think New England will cover it. Uh, Dalvin Cook for Gerke is still questionable. Daryl Henderson for Gerke is still questionable. Oh, yeah. I don't think there – I think he'll have Dalvin Cook back. I don't know about Daryl Henderson. I don't know about Dalvin Cook. Really? I don't know about Dalvin Cook. From what I'm reading, he's still not going to practice a couple days this week, and they play the Browns. I mean, and Madison looked solid last week. Why would you why would you risk the rest of the season with Dalvin being rushed back? That's true. I didn't even think about that. I think Dalvin does not play this week. Uh, he's not going to have Daryl Henderson. He's well, got for Minnesota my lineup. sake, I hope that Dalvin plays. I bet you do because Neves has Madison. Madison yeah. uh, I mean, I think Gerke just needs to get a trade done. Gerke with the – well, he got a trade with uh, Mike Williams, who's on his team now playing against Vegas. Um CD gets, t- again, tough Carolina team. Marvin Jones against the Bengals and Dak against Carolina. Um, boy, this one is rough to pick. ESPN thinks Gerke by eight points. Uh, I Honestly, I'm going to call this one my game of the week. And I think that, man, this one is very hard to pick. 
I'll tell you, I it's just because we don't know what Gerke's lineup's really going to look like, right? Because right, uh, and that it, for me, that's why I think Babs wins this game because there's. Well, so let's many... go to the bench. We need to go to the bench for a second. Well, I've got it on the thing. No, you don't. Bit, show you the, show the bench. Show. Bench. Oh yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. Nice. So let's think. He's going to put James Robinson in against Cincinnati. They have actually a pretty tough defense. Um, and Cordero pads. Oh, against Washington. You're not going to do that one. And you're not doing Lenny against. I think he's got the lineup in. I mean, well, James Robinson's going to play for one of like his I running said, backs. Like I said, he's going to. I mean, if both of them are out, he's going to have to start Cordero. And uh, I think Gerke loses this game. Um, again, it's Gerke luck. So something will probably happen. Uh, James Robinson will probably score. You know, thirty six. Who's uh, this tight end? Because Gronk probably won't play. Well, they said Gronk's going to play. But, oh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, I think that. Babs, Ooh, I didn't think about that. It's Tom Brady and Gronk. Right. I didn't. I yeah. forgot all about old Gronk. Who, who do you think wins? I think Babs because of Gerke's potential injuries. Even I think even with the full squad, I think Babs wins this one. Yeah, I think Babs wins this game. I think I will agree with you on that. I think he'll put Kareem in over Julio if it comes down to it. Yeah, I think Babs takes this one. Um uh, all right, we got to go fairly quick here. We got like three more matchups to get in in five minutes. Uh, okay, so next we have the biggest uh, projection discrepancy in the week, which is Zoner projected to beat Chris by a cool 20 points. Zoner has – it says that he's got the advantage with Patrick Mahomes over Tannehill. He's got the advantage with Devontae Adams over Stephon Diggs. He's got the advantage with Thielen over – Sutton with Andrews over Pitts, with DJ Moore over Chase Edmonds, with Miles Sanders over DJ Chark, and with Derek Carr over Sam Darnold. Chris is only projected uh, um, advantages are Eckler and Swift over Carson and Josh Jacobs, who might not even play again this week, I'm reading on Reddit. So um, even with that being the case, Chris just, I don't, again, I hate to say it, I, I picked him to win last week and he did it, but this week I don't think he has enough firepower to beat the number one team in the league. I mean, it's it's not a knock on Chris. Uh, Chris is averaging like 120 points a game, and, and, and Zoner is averaging like 150 points a game. It's just... Uh, just based on the patterns that I've seen, I, I think I have to pick Zoner here uh, and his boring team to win this one. Uh, yeah. You think Zon? I'd be surprised. I'm going to go Zon, but I'm going to say I, if there's going to be an upset this week, I'm going to pick Chris Ooh, for the, the upset. Dark Horse. I will, okay. I will pick Chris for the upset, but I do think if there is an upset, it's going to be Chris, but I do think Zon wins this. Yeah, I think so too. Okay, real quick, we have Sam versus Razzy. Um, Sam and Razzy projected seven-point difference. That's Sam with the ESPN projected seven-point advantage. Um, let's see here. Sam has uh, Chubb against the Vikings. Goff against Chicago, uh, Monty against Detroit, 
Claypool against you know what Jamar Chase against Jacksonville might be his highest upside. Well, Higgins, uh, Travis Kelsey against Philly is going to explode. Um, well, Higgins didn't dress today. Yeah, so. I know it's going to be Jamar Chase again um, and Tyler Boyd and Tyler Boyd. Tyler Lockett uh, had his bus game last week. DeAndre Hopkins will be healthy this week. He wasn't last week. Uh, he'll get in a bounce a back. Good game. I'm surprised they only have him for 14 points. That's right. kind of a slap in right. the face. Um, Herbert against Las Vegas at home. Um, God, you know, nothing too up, lopsided for those matchups for Sam. No, Nothing really jumps out at you except maybe Jamar Chase against Jacksonville. Uh, then we have Razzie who has Jalen Hurts at Kansas City. He's going to score 30 fantasy points. Aaron Jones against Pittsburgh will have a big day. Saquon against New Orleans will not, not great. have a good not day. Great. Uh, Scary Terry against Atlanta will have a very, very big day. He'll torch them. Allen Robinson against Detroit. Allen Robinson is ass this year. He's ass, uh, but is he ass? I don't know. I haven't I think watched. It's both him I haven't and the watched. Team. I honestly think that Allen Robinson got paid, wants to leave, and doesn't give two shits. Because he's on the tag. Right. Uh, George Kittle. Looked, had some life to him at the end of the game last week. I think he's going to bounce back. I think you're going to see a very Kittle-like game from him this week. Uh, Juju against the Packers. He's got him in there. He's not going to play. Cooper Cup against Arizona. Cooper Cup has been great, but I honestly, I see it every week now. Uh, I think he's had his three best fantasy games this year. I know this week was another good one, um, but, I mean, teams are going to obviously have to change how they're playing. Uh, and then he technically still has Davis Mills in there. All no, he does not, actually. I just checked the recent activity. He has dropped Davis Mills. And now, he, okay, so it'll be, uh, uh, I guess, Jimmy G in there for him. At Unless he burns a waiver uh, for Heineke or Brissett. I hate to say it. I hate to say it. Razzie wins this game. I Are you serious? Razzie wins this game. You Are think, you Sam? S- I, I mean, I, I didn't expect it. Let me say, go Chubb. Uh, Montgomery. No, I'm going to go Sam. Okay, you think Sam. I think Sam. He's got Kelsey. Chase is going to have a game. I think I think Sam wins that one. All right, so you think Sam. I think Razzie. All right, final real quick. We have like one minute left before our break. And oh, I shit. I didn't realize we needed one more. Okay, here we yep. go. Um, against Troy. Uh, almost as big of a discrepancy as Chris versus um, – uh, oh, look, here's the deal. Look, hold on. We're going to have to take this one through the break. We are going to have to take this one through the break. You are only projected one Look, listen, player. listen, 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 listen. Robbie Anderson and Michael Hartman are coming out. I oh. had to have them in there because I have injuries. Deontay, Her- Deontay Johnson's playing. Um, and, and then I'll throw somebody else who I think I'm going to be able to get off waivers in there for Robbie Anderson. So I'm going to have two different players in there for them. And then um, – also, I'm going to have Matt Ryan out for in favor of Jameis. So, say what you will, my projection will be higher um, than it is. In any, even again, you right, know, right. I'm projected to lose by 19 with this in there. It's that's going to go up by 10. I'll be projected to lose by nine points. Um, so, some good ones for me. Not really a whole lot. Again, I'm going to have to. My lineup's going to change. You know, I might have two or three different guys in there than what I have now. Should we uh, just take a break now real quick? No, we're good. I'm going to get it in here real quick. It says Troy's going to have – oh, a big game from Antonio Gibson. Um, and I think Hawk will bounce back this week. Um, and Russ, 
I think he'll do pretty so- – I think Troy's going to beat me. I mean, I just – until I get some help back with some guys coming off IR. I I'm- think ESPN's being yeah. – all right, I was saying that I think ESPN's being a little dis uh, – I don't want to say disingenuous, but it's not really fair on your your running backs here. Uh, they've given the advantage to Gibson and Taylor, which Naeem Hines has outsnapped Taylor. You got Najee and Elliott, and I think one of those guys pretty are pretty good. Or, I mean, possibly both of them. I think that could go either way. But um, I'll tell you, I'm very happy with my running backs the last couple of weeks. Zeke and Najee scoring 20 like two weeks in a row each. Of, I mean, they're looking pretty when good. When the sky was falling, yeah, I they was came running. About- they have looked great. If I can get those guys to continue to average 20. Uh, meanwhile, Kyler is averaging 30 points a game right now. Um, I'll feel at least like I'm in every matchup. Uh, but again, I do think Troy will beat me. Uh, ESPN definitely thinks that he will. Um, so I'm going to take Troy. Uh, and I think you're going to take Troy too in this one, aren't you? Yeah, I'll yeah. take Troy in that one. So... Good. Congratulations, Troy. I'm sure you won't rub it in at all this week. Uh, but there you have it. Um, I have JT, Babs, Zahn, Razzie, and Troy winning. JT has Neebs, Babs, Zahner, Sam, and Troy winning. Um, sorry, what are you saying, JT? You want to take a break? Yeah. You take a leak? Take a leak. We ran over. So for the listeners at home, we ran over our thirty minutes. Yeah, segment. we. That's why there was a weird break there. We ran over. We and on our on our uh, projections, we ran into a, a break that came up. We usually have we thirty thought. minute segments. Um, Got to drain the main. Yeah, you can go ahead actually and go, and we'll keep it rolling. You sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no worries. Fair I'm enough. just gonna. Uh, I'm honestly gonna just get things set up to play the voicemails. voicemail stuff, so that'll take me a minute to set up anyhow. All right. So there you have the projections. Um, Really hopeful. Uh, we did have a trade this week go down. We had uh, Gurky right after the games, it seemed like. Uh, on Sunday, Gurky gets uh, a deal done to send Mike Evans and Mike Davis to Troy for Mike Williams and Leonard Fournette. Weird trade to me. If you call the running backs a wash, which I think you kind of can, uh, then you're looking at Mike Williams for Mike Evans. History would tell you Mike Evans much better receiver, but uh, Mike Williams this year has he has looked every bit the part. Uh, that one, you know what? I I I'm not gonna call a winner on that one yet. Usually you can call a winner uh, or what you think the winner is pretty quick on. I I, I I'm not confident enough to make that uh, make that call. So interesting trade, if nonetheless. Speaking of trades. Uh, as the pod is going on right now, and you guys won't hear this until later, uh, but I'm pretty, and again, I've said it a million times, I think one's going to go through, but I believe verbal confirmation has been made for a trade uh, in our league, um, and we'll see when it gets pushed through, or if it does, be very intriguing, um, and it might be a three-team trade. Uh, we'll see. Uh, now we're going to move on here to our voicemail segment. And look, finally, I uh, had Hello, several Ron. people call. Welcome so I obviously, I, uh, sorry about the uh, technical stuff. There. I obviously uh, did a quick little uh, surprise pod uh, before the games on Sunday because I had several uh, 
time-sensitive uh, voice messages before that. So since then, I have received several new ones. It looks like I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have eight. I have eight voice messages to play for you guys. Um, and none are from Razzie. You will be surprised to hear. Uh, so, and I, I have not listened to any of these and, um, I guess I only have seven. It looks like one was a, uh, was a no go as far as it didn't, they didn't have service or something, but at any rate, I have several to play. Um, I'm not going to tell you who it's from. I'm just going to play it and we will react to it as my co-host is coming back down to the studio here. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to play the first one here for you. And JT and I will give you our uh, commentary afterwards. So uh, should play here. Let's see what this young man has to say. Calling in with my weekly update. This is Team Flyer Power, a.k.a. Sixth Place, a.k.a. Unemployed Freedom Fighter, a.k.a. Cards Going to the Playoffs, a.k.a. Big Knees. I'm here to shoot dead this elephant in the room, which is my team's slow start. Obviously, it's not ideal, but y'all don't fuck piss me off, piss my team off, and we're about to unleash hell. Week four has always been the turning point of my season, and I am confident with the crew I'll be rolling out this weekend against Jay Tifa. I predict a resounding win. No concern. To the seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth place teams, according to ESPN, Lindsay's Bitch, Scott's Tots, Slick Willie, and by week respectively, please move the fuck over to the right lane because I'm here to shift gears and pass queers, and I'm all out of gears. Current concern level, 21, over and up. All right. Um, a lot to unpack on that one. Um, so, obviously that's Neebs, and <laughs> that sounded... Like it came from a hole in the ground that he had dug for himself to live in <laughs> and hiding. Like he did not want the government to find out where he was positioned. Well, I would put I would put Neebs in that uh, category of person. Um, but look, old spider hole. He made several bold claims. Number one being, uh, he's here to shoot the elephant in the room, which is his team's slow start. He says, obviously, it's not ideal. That's what he says. Not ideal. He doesn't say obviously it sucks. Obviously, it's a problem. <laughs> Obviously, I'm concerned. He says, obviously, it's not ideal. Um, then he says, uh, we done pissed him off, and um, he is going to beat Jay Tifa this week in a resounding win. And he calls – he so his rankings are the uh, based strictly on ESPN season-ending projections, <laughs> which are, are – whatever, say what you will about him. He doesn't go by the current standings. He goes by that. Yeah. Um, so that is fake news. Um, but <laughs> look, he, uh, he's got some problems. Uh, I'm sure it felt good for him to call in and get that off his chest. And he actually named get a, a few people by name to get out of the way. Yes. Uh, he said me, me Razzie, Troy and slick to get out of his way. Cause he is here to shift gears and pass queers <laughs> Which, and he is all out of gears. Here we go with the homophobia. But it is uh, he's he's he has made a statement saying that some people in this league are not nearly as good as him, and he named them out verbatim. 
Well, that one was fun. Um, we have one here next. Moving on uh, to a different league mate. Uh, and here we go. Oh, no. Here we have one more uh, from... Oh, oh, I am so sorry. That one was from today. Neebs called and left that message today. Before I move on to the rest of them that were called and left today, we had one that was called and left on Sunday during the games. Oh. And this one I think he's going to want to take back a little bit (laughs) because things did not end end up the way he thought they would. And I'm going to play that one for you right here and now. It is 2.23 p.m. Sunday afternoon. Scott Stotts calling from headquarters and just reporting that Mike Williams is having himself a day. I'd like to call out Ryan Niebergy. I'd like to call out Tyler Rasmussen. I'd especially like to call out Aaron Babson-Lucas for saying that he was trash and Zoners for saying he was a poor man's locket. He has seen multiple targets over eight Every week with a touchdown, Zoners has no idea what he's talking about, and that is an idiot. All right, so that happened on Sunday during the game's life, and uh, he, at that point, he was feeling like he had it won, no doubt. We were sitting there, JT and I were sitting and, there when he called. Yeah, and he's, he spoke a lot of truth. I don't think anything he said in that – To be fair, he – In that voicemail. I don't think anything he said in that voicemail. No, he did speak truth. He didn't – I wrong. thought he was going to say, like uh, – Chris, if you're listening to this, I whooped your ass this week, which right. he ended up losing. No, he just um, said Zahn's an idiot. He said Bab's an idiot, I think. I'm, I'm, he I'm, did. He said a lot of people are idiots, which I think is deserved. Just for basically saying that just for them saying Mike Williams isn't good. Yeah. And look, even I'm guilty of saying that I think the Mike Williams stuff is temporary. I don't think he keeps it up. He either gets hurt or, uh, you know, I think his role diminished. I, I don't know. Maybe it's a different time with Herbert as the starting quarterback. Maybe. Maybe he is good. But all uh, I know is that as of this moment, Troy has traded away the wide receiver one in the on the Chargers and the wide receiver two in, in the, the entire, entire league. league. Um, so we'll see. I think that I probably would have made that trade too, though, if I were Troy, just because I don't believe Williams is going to keep that up. Um, so that was from Sunday. Back to today's messages in order of how I received them. Here is the next one I received after Neves' message this afternoon. Goats, goats. Dude, man, I hate to be that guy this week to do this to you, but that squad is not going to get another dub for a very, very long time. I hate, I hate, I hate to do this to you. That, the, the ass-whooping that I'm going to give you this week is going to be so, so bad. Screenshot it, record it, write it down. Let's put money on it. Let's let's throw 50 bones on this game since you'll probably be at my place Sunday. Let's put our money where our mouth is. Well, look. Pretty obvious who that one was directed at. Um, so Troy and I play this week, obviously, and he is calling his shot. Um and I wish I felt confident enough in my team to put money on it. I do not, however. Um, now, this weekend we have a barbecue contest. You catch me after a few uh, 
cocktails and maybe I'll feel a little more arrogant. Uh, that being said, yeah, Troy, I, I wish I could com- come at you with my team is going to uh, go off. But, look, I I think that I, I just have to have so many things go right uh, to win that I, I don't feel confident enough. Uh, good luck to you. Uh, I will say that last week Razzie's overconfidence came back and looked pretty silly after old bye week uh, took care of business. So we'll see. Uh a lot of football to play, um, but yeah, I, I, I'm not going to put any money on it, but God, I hope so bad that I win. Oh, I hope so, so bad that I win. Uh, I was out of, I wasn't quite paying attention there. What, what, what just happened? What did uh, Troy well, offer? Troy, he that was a wager. I, if I, if I, well, he wanted me to bet. He said, let's put 50 bucks on this game. Are you playing Troy? Yes. I played Troy. Uh, My colleague here is, Dealing with some trade talks. I'm trying. I'm just. We're. I'm in the middle of some talks. I don't. I mean, negotiations. We're in the. We're in the. Sounds like pretty serious negotiations. We're in the beginning stages, probably. But at any rate, what happened was is I missed the wager. I heard a wager. Can all it was was Troy saying that he hates that he has to be the one to do this to me this week, put me back in the losing column, and that he is so confident he wants to bet fifty bucks. I say I'm not confident enough in my team to bet that fifty bucks. I think Troy will win. Because I have to have so many things go right for me. Um, but thank you for the sentiment, Troy. How much? $50 is what he wants to bet. I think he just wants that money back from whenever I... I was about to say, I believe you won Won the Sam Donald over Zeta bet. Um, so there's that one. Uh, directed so you're at not going to take it? At this point, no. But like I said... If Troy comes at me on Saturday night during the barbecue con- or fr- uh, Friday night during the barbecue contest, a whiskey exactly. Oh. If he comes at me at that point, I might have a little. So it's bit a no for now. Stupid courage. It's definitely still open. Uh, it's not finale. It's, it's not, not finito. It's not finished. It's not an absolute no. If you catch me drunk and stupid, I might have false confidence and give it a shot. Um, so that is one I got today. The next one we have is from a different person, first-time caller. Uh, we'll see what his message has to say. Smells like a bunch of uh, one and twos in here. Oh, my. That's his whole message? No. That's his whole message. No. He, look, he left more. He, uh-huh. left, he left four messages. Oh, okay. So this is just the that one. That was the first one. Okay. Babs is three and zero. Oh, says it smells hey, like one and twos in here. There's six of us, so I mean six one and twos. There's sixty percent one and twos in this league, so he's here's, not wrong. Here's his next one immediately after. Oh, sorry, I'm allergic to losing. Oh my god, the fake sneeze and sorry, I'm allergic to losing. Oh, somebody beat Babs. God damn it. How many natural lights does he have in his system by the time that he starts sending these things off? This was at 6 o'clock today, so he was definitely drinking. Oh, Jesus. We're going to have to listen to this until someone beats him. Please, somebody. Gerky, who is it that plays on this? It's Gerky, right? No, it's not. Yes, it is. Babs and Gerky play this week. All right, we have another one here from Babs. This one's longer. Yo, I'm sure uh, everybody will get a kick out of those first two voicemails. 
Um, yeah, another W for uh, for old Axe Cap. Uh, look, if uh, if you're coming up against me any week, just be prepared. You got to put in your best. Don't be like Razzy and fuck it all up. Um, speaking of which, I am predicting myself to lose this week. <laughs> all that talk. Hopefully, that brings me some good karma. Oh, it's just. And I karma. actually win. So. Anyways, you know how it goes. Fuck Razzy. Uh. Fuck anybody who gets in my way, because the train is a coming. Oh my god! Oh, harsh words, Babs. Babs is so he is on. He's the new Razzie this week. He really is. He he's on his high. He's he's just. Oh wait, god. wait! Before we comment further on that, we'll hear the last one that Babs left today. I guess I should uh, retract my last statement since we uh, have to be worried about everybody's feels-feels uh, <laughs> this year. Um, good luck to everybody except Gerke. See you all Sunday. All right, there you have it. He retracts his statement. I don't think that was a serious re- – just like, just like Razzy last week. All the shit talk and then a half-hearted, oh, I'm sorry to hurt your feelings, guys. Um, so, look, hey, Babs, I, 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 will, I will say he deserves a little time to talk shit. You know what? It probably feels pretty damn good after getting the tattoo last year. It probably feels pretty damn good to be 3-0. and uh, I would honestly be talking more shit than he is. I know nobody wants to hear it, but look, I've it's a party for Babs right now, and I can't blame the guy. Winning is a hell of a drug. And he's done nothing but win this year. Um, he runs into a much tougher team this week. He definitely only said he's picking himself to lose for karma. He even said that. Um, but, hey, look, I've got Babs, I've got Babs taking that matchup this week. Uh, so thank you guys for calling in. Thank you, uh, Babs, for calling in like five times. Um, and again, you guys have the number in the group chat. If you need me to send it to you, I will. Uh, anytime you get a hankering up to say something to the pod, call it in. We'll play it, obviously. Um, I think it's pretty fun to do, and uh, everybody gets to be heard. I know Neebs uh, probably felt a little better. He probably felt like he had talked to a therapist after saying what he had to say, even though no one believes a damn word of it. So uh, there you have it. There's the voicemail uh, segment for the week and before we wrap it up i just want to ask um jt here uh what's the news on the trade front uh we're still in talks we're still in negotiations here um i don't know yet i don't know yet i don't know yet let me ask you this was there or was there not a pre-approved verbal agreement there's an agreement, and I will. You don't have to put it on blast. No, I mean this is. There've been great talks. Like this has not been. This has been. As far as I 
me being me, I think this is a very productive talk. I think this is a very productive, uh, very productive trade. I just, it's taking a turn a little bit. They're asking a little bit more. They, of course they, they are. Uh, of course this person is asking more after that, agreeing. These people, some people may not like... So I'm just uh, well. It is what it is. A man's got to do what a man's got to do. Oh, some people may not like it, but that's fantasy football. Oh my! I believe we have a live call from Tyler Rasmussen. Oh man! I'm gonna answer this live on air. Go ahead and answer. Hello, you are Lindsay's bet. To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, press 2. That's weird. To accept. Hello? 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 Hey, you're live on the air. Holy fuck, I was not prepared for this. I was calling to leave the voicemail. Oh, well, the voicemail line closed at 7 o'clock. Yeah, that's all right. I was in advance for next week, but that's fine. What's up? How's the, how's the episode going? It's going well. We're actually just wrapping up here. Uh, we've got like five minutes left. You just caught us, and I saw <laughs> I saw you calling, and uh, yeah, that was really just weird. Wanted to get your thoughts. Yeah. Uh, your thoughts on um, <laughs> just life and fantasy and what you're thinking. And a potential, a potential trade about to go down in the league. A blockbuster trade is about to go down. I, That's what I'm hearing. I'd love to hear the details. We have about eight and a half minutes to potentially do a blockbuster trade. Live on, on the pod? <laughs> between. Oh, God. Between. My heart is beating so fast right now. J-Team and Lindsay's Bitch. Uh, All right. So, I, I did you get my text? I did. I did. I did. I did. I'm gonna tell you that right now, I'd like I'd like to do straight up. Honestly, that would be what I would like to do straight up. And I don't I don't want to discuss team. I don't want to discuss players just yet. Except right, right. I would, so you're you're cool with having two two uh, wide receivers on the same team on your team. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Troy did it. It's, I mean, same argument of why Troy is trying to dish uh, Imwell, you know. I mean, and he started them this week both together. An injury away. You right. Know? Yeah, it's tough doing that. It's tough doing that. An injury away, and I don't know. That I, goes, that's a very – That's the only – that That's the only stack I own. So, that's where – I mean, I'm, other than CMC, but yeah. I don't have a CMC stack. Uh, and Chubba. Or a handcuff, I guess. That's a handcuff. I'm uh, just. Oh yeah, it would be a handcuff. Okay. okay. Uh. Man, this is not how you guys plan this episode to go. This is crazy. <laughs> not no, it's not. no, it's not. But I mean, you honestly called it a good time. We just wrapped up with voicemails. So that's actually crazy. You thought that you were hitting the voicemail line. We had just finished listening to the last voicemail, so uh, Damn. we were just gonna just probably ramble for the next seven and a half minutes. Um. What about what about if uh, I threw in a backup Colt running back instead of Juju? <laughs> and then would he have to keep his same two players? 
Yeah, I'd want the same the same two that I was talking about. I do like that better than the juju. <laughs> send it. Oh, I want this to happen live. All right, I'm gonna send it. Fuck it. Scared money don't make money. Fuck. God damn it. All right. You're one injury away of really winning that one too on your side if if JT goes down. All right, so we're gonna talk out loud of what we're doing now. Hold on, let me before I let me send it first. Oh, <laughs> no, the first live is, trade. Right. My heart is pounding right Hold now. On, let me make sure I chose the right people. <laughs> all right, Jesus Christ! I spilled my beer all over my laptop on this episode. All right. So I would acquire such and such, and then Lindsay's bitch would acquire. All right, here we go. While you're doing, it won't so long as I was kind of feeling the water for one other, one other option. I wanted to see if Sam was willing to deal deal uh, Travis Kelsey for Cup first. He wouldn't do it. I've been thinking about that. No, he wouldn't do it. He, Sam he is it down, tough. So I, uh, Sam is. And that's when I. Very tough to trade with. All right, it's accepted. I probably should not have done that. But there it went. went. JT, before the trade even is done, JT saying he probably shouldn't have done that. But, I mean, I love that. It's in. It's in. It's done. It's live. It's on air. Scared money don't make it. What just went down is Robert Woods. And Tyree Kill just found their way to Lindsay's bitches team in return for Cooper Cup and Naeem Hines. And, uh, and I think that was a pretty good trade. I think I think that was an even trade. I want to see what the uh, responses are in the chat. It might take a, a minute for people to realize what's going on here. Oh, I'm sure it won't take long for the vultures. Oh, uh, here we go. Here we go. Already the vultures are in the fucking peanut gallery of Troy sales. Well, Razzie loves it. <laughs> Razzie, Troy loves it. Troy, Troy loves, loves it. it. Troy loves it. Oh, we've got a yikes so I wanna, from Sam. How much time do we have left? Because I want to talk about why three I, minutes. why I thought through of why I won the trade. You have three minutes. So I think Cooper Cup, obviously the Rams are playing out of this fucking world right now. Right? They're going to the Super the, Bowl. The Chiefs obviously look – they look fucking – Mortal. They're okay, going for once in our. Oh, everyone's so, saying Razzie. In, in my head, I think Robert Woods is going to balance out the the target share eventually. Like, we for might the have Rams. to give me like five I think minutes. The Rams are going to come back to earth a little bit, <laughs> and I think the Chiefs are going to find and write the shit. So that's all right. That's uh, that's why I think I won. So here we go. Here's why I think I won, and I'm going to go deep. I'm going to go fucking from the trenches on this one. So, yes, Tyreek Hill is a stud. We all agree that Tyreek is a stud. But, and yes, he's boom and bust. Everyone knows he's boom and bust. But, two weeks in a row, they shut him down. It is the Kelsey and Hill show. And I think teams are willing to double team Kelsey or Hill to the end of the world and let, because Hill can burn them. 
and Kelsey cannot. So they'll let Kelsey get the 10-yard catch, and then they'll they'll tackle him. He doesn't get any yards after carry, okay? Yes, they just got Josh Gordon, so there's another threat. He's probably going to alleviate. We talked about this earlier in the thing. So, listen, I'm it, it is, it think is someone's going to pick him up? It is what it is that that I, I think he'll still a stud. I'm not saying I fleeced you, and I don't. I mean, you probably fleeced me. It's whatever. I don't think it was a fleecing one way or the other. <laughs> but I don't, I don't, just for the record, look, oh, wow. impartially, impartially, we have like a minute and a half left. Impartially. I don't think it was that big. I don't think it was a fleecing necessarily. No. I do think that Razzie bought low on uh, Robert Woods at the right time. To be full disclosure, well, can I, I had a trade in the books. Yes, you, I had a trade in, in on the paper. And I wanted to do and it. And JT almost did it today of Galladay for Woods because I believe in Woods. Um, so I, this do, is, I slightly do give Razzie the advantage on this. I do I need say. to get this in because – One this, minute left. This is, my deep, this is my deep thing. Okay, Robert Woods had a baby child. In July, Robert Woods oh, was not – you know he was not in training camp as much as he wanted to be there. And when he gets home, he even put it on his Instagram channel. When he gets home, his wife hands him the baby. He is not sleeping. I think people who have young children can attest he's not sleeping. He's not going over above when he's there. He's a millionaire. He and has guess a what? He's got a nanny, oh bro. Dude, he posted it in his thing. When I get home, my wife passes me the baby. And – uh, what was Woods' whole thing? Thirty seconds. Woods was a deep threat. They brought in Deshaun Jackson and Van Jefferson. They are eating into his deep threat. He literally is the last read. He's ten yards down the line. He is it. So, I, I I'm happy with what I got. I think I don't think it was fleet. I think it's fair every way. I have Stafford. That's the only reason I wanted to do it. Fifteen so. seconds, Razzy. Fifteen seconds. JT and I are wrapping up. I think it goes without – I think I, I won the trade. I don't think I need to explain myself talking about a, a baby boy All being right. born. All right, five seconds. I think seconds. that is the indicator that I won. All right. Thanks for coming on, Razzie. Good job on the trade. We'll see you guys see next week.